0: Thank you. Welcome to A Wall Monday. I'm your host, Alpha Mike, and today, transmitting high atop of Florida's peninsula, we are going to listen to A Wall Monday, the Book of Romans, chapter twenty-eight. Now, before we get into the subject matter at hand, uh, I want to I really want to thank people for the opportunity to give them the Word of God. You know, during this era of coronavirus, we discovered that we take for granted a lot of gifts and benefits that we have. And during this pandemic era, we realized that we could not do a lot of things. And as a result, slowly, people are getting back into church, and, you know, they hopefully were continuing on their own at home. But it's always a special moment when God brings us together or his church together, and this is one of those opportunities. So I really want to thank you for your time. So we're looking at the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28 And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God to those who are the called according to his purpose. We will take a look at this very powerful verse, break it down and study the Word of God. You know, a lot of people that are not Christians or never really had the opportunity to understand the Bible, if you pick up the Bible for the very first time and you start reading into it, it starts... Translating to you as gibberish, you don't understand it. What is this? I don't get it. And soon enough, you end up closing the book. But the words have power, and they have meaning. And therefore, as you become a believer, God, through the Holy Spirit himself, starts to translate those mysteries that are in that book. And each word and words start to become much more powerful in your life. We also know that there are times where you'll read the same exact verse, and maybe you read that same exact verse months or years later, but it means something totally different to you. Because it's constantly working. The word is alive. And based on your current feeling, that word will work. So let's break down the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. And it starts off with some powerful statements. And it says, and we know. Wow. And we know. So here's a couple of questions investigative minds want to know. Who is we and what do we want to know? And we know. That's the beginning of this verse. And it's going to lead us into this investigation. And I'll continue. And it says that all things, does it say some things? It says all things, meaning everything, works together for good to those who love the Lord or love God. So you need an ingredient in order to make all things work together. And that ingredient is love God. Know that he is alive. We'll continue reading. To those who are. Now, who are? Here we are again. And we know. And now it says who are. Who are these mystery people? So take your pen and write down 2 Timothy 1.9. We'll be with you in a minute. But let's continue. it says to those who are the called according to his being God's purpose. So all these people will be receiving the benefit of all things working together because they love the higher being being God and are all called for his purpose. God has a purpose for these people. But who are they? That's the mystery. So, as I said, let's jump to 2 Timothy 1.9. Chapter 1, verse 9. And it says, Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in christ jesus before time began now in this verse we see that god is referring it went from we know and who we are to us they still remain somewhat of a mystery who these people are but God it says here again according to God's purpose he's created this special group and he knew them or the us before time began wow he knew you before time began Or better said, he knew you before you knew you. So let's dig a little deeper in our workings towards us. Who is us? A lot of people want to raise their hand real quick. Ooh, 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 I'm I'm the us. But Let's find out who they are exactly. Let's turn to Romans, Book of Romans again, This time, chapter 16, verse 25, Romans 16, 25. And we're going to get a little closer to what's going on here. And it says, now, now to him who is able to establish you according to my gospel. My gospel, that means now God is talking. So let's read that again. Now to him who is able to establish you. So the him is God. Now, God has established you. We'll find out who those yous are. According to my gospel. So that's God himself talking about what I've written, what I have established. And the preaching of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mysteries kept secret since the world began. Wow. So these special group of people, the who's, the us's, they are a part of the mystery kept secret since the world began. And remember in 2 Timothy 1.9, God knew these people before time began. So let's continue with some of these secrets and see if we can start to unravel a little bit more. Ephesians, book of Ephesians 1, 4, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, and it says, just as he being God chose us in him being God again. And there's the us's. Let me read that again. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Wow, he throws out another original ingredient, and that is remember in. Romans 8.28, as we started, it says, For those who love God. Now we see that there is an ingredient that says, Be holy and without blame before Him in love, in being God. It also talks about before the foundation of the world. Wow, these people must be really important to God he knew them before the creation he has kept them in love and they have a lot to do with the mysteries kept secret since the world began let's go to our final book Titus chapter 1 verse 2 Titus chapter 1 verse 2 And it says, In hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, promised before time began. Now God reveals to us the big secret and what this is all about. All this before the creation and he knew you in picking these special group of people. And he says in Titus chapter 1, verse 2, in hope of eternal life, which God, who cannot lie, he has no commitment to lying, he has no place with evil. But God promised before time began. And what did he promise? The hope of eternal life. So these group of people that he has chosen before the foundation of life, that he foresaw them before anything, he has promised them, and because he cannot lie, the promise is true, hope in eternal life they will receive eternal life. So I think I'm ready to unreveal and remove the veil of who these people are. The, uh, who are the us's? Who are they? Well, they're believers. And how do you become a believer? Because once you're a believer, you have eternal life. Now, you don't have to to work for it. It's not like you don't have to work for it. God promises eternal life. So the group of individuals that are the who and the us's are those that believe in God and those that believe in the sacrifice of his only begotten son, Jesus, that died on a cross for you and for me. That if we believe in that sacrifice, that holy sacrifice, and that we say, he is Lord and I am a sinner, that promise that he has given us, and he cannot lie, we have eternal life. It's amazing how God speaks. One verse, We started with the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. And look how far we've traveled to unveil the mystery here of this one verse in the Bible. There are a lot of people who say, well, I've read the Bible from A to Z and, you know, It's a violent book. It's this and that. It doesn't have a lot of uh, things in modern times or whatever. But they don't understand it. You know, during Jesus' time, a lot of people used to say to Jesus about Scripture and how come it was so confusing to them at the time And he would say because it was written for a people of another time. So these mysteries, you say, well, why is God's word a mystery? Because it was made for those that are his. Not the non-believer, but the believer. Non-believers think they can interpret scripture, but believers don't interpret the scripture God reveals the scripture to them which is different it's a big difference God reveals to those that are his what he has written the non-believer may believe he understands it but there is no spiritual guidance in what he's reading so it becomes mighty in their opinion. So God has given us a promise of eternal life. And how do I get that other than believing and repenting of my sins is most importantly, I will struggle for the remainder of my life in believing that Jesus died on the cross for me. And that God exists and he's the supreme being that I was given life to to praise him and to worship him. Now, that's a struggle to believe what I just told you. Now, you could be listening to me right now and saying, well, it's not very much of a struggle. I can do that. Really? How Can you do that when you're on the strip in Las Vegas? Or you're at your friend's party, and they go, what do you want to drink? Or you met a nice girl, and you know, you're single and all that, but hey, it looks like things might take a different turn. In the world, you'd be a lucky guy, but in this journey, think about what you're about to do. So for non-believers quick to point and quick to judge and call you a sucker but all the the only way to know if you're a sucker is when the game's up it's all finished the bell rang it's over did you go up did you go down on the escalator that's when you'll know who is the suckers now I hope that everybody has the opportunity to believe like I did. I have always been a thinker, thinking out of the box over and over again. And very articulate in that area, very astute in that area, it's you know, snake oil salesmen can be seen a mile away. For some people, everything that I've read and everything that I've said sounds like a cartoon, a Marvel comic book. Well, that means that the book wasn't for you and the revelation wasn't for you. You know, God's Word actually says that there are two creations those that will be saved and those that will be sent to damnation. The only purpose every human being was sent to this world is to praise God, to work, to have a family, to provide, to make money. Those are all elements of why you are here main purpose is to praise God. Look around you. See everything that is around you, the television, the news, the government, everything, and say to yourself, where and how do they fulfill that mission that God had for each human being in praising Him and believing in Him? It becomes much more difficult every day. For believers, it does too. You see, once you just start to believe, it doesn't mean you become into an automatic robot and anything and everything that happens, you will always like float in the air. Your feet will never touch the ground. Now, not that easy. There will be times that you will slip. But God has given us a teacher. God has given us one that will guide us, and that is the Holy Spirit. So you have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit guides you through your spiritual journey. He rectifies things that might be wrong or are wrong, and you slowly start to realize through that mystery and that revelation is given to you, and you start to change. It's a progressive change. Now, doesn't mean you didn't for those that are believed non-believers and became believers, they didn't get a lobotomy. I know I didn't get one. So what a lot of our former life Will still be in our characteristics, but not the sinful part, but how we speak, how we act, things we might think of, but it doesn't mean that it's sinful. Before, we might have carried certain things out, making it the sin. Today, as a believer, you know that, well, I can only go up to here and become very humble in the presence of God and thanking Him that you didn't cross over that line. You know, the walk with God is never going to be an easy one. And for those people that thought, oh, Christians are so soft and everything, they believe everything that they're told, blah, blah, blah. They're foolish. No, sometimes you... As a believer, have your eyes, your thought process on the things above and not the things below or the things of the world. So you live a more simple life, but there's a lot of believers that also masquerade in that they are believers, but necessarily their eyes wander, not so much above but at ground level and below. We learned a lot from this passage in Romans, the book of Romans chapter 8:28. I'll read it again in closing. And we know, now we know who these people are, don't we? And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. To those who are the called according to his purpose. What's God's purpose? That he be worshiped, and that you believe that there is a living God, and that his only begotten Son died for your sins, and that you recognize that you are a sinner. And what does he give you in return? He has promised us because he cannot lie eternal life. And these promises were done before the creation. What a God. Our next episode coming up is one that's going to challenge you a whole lot more. On the next one, we're going to ask during this Season that people like to celebrate with rabbits for some strange reason and call it Easter, which is really a pagan celebration. But it's the resurrection of Jesus, his transition back to heaven. But the question is this the question that Pontius Pilate gave the multitude of people that were out in front when it was time to crucify Jesus. And at one point, Pontius Pilate asked the multitude, that crowd that was out there, just prior to Pontius Pilate's wife, telling her husband, do not prosecute that just man. I had a terrible dream about that. So Pontius Pilate was very careful And he came up with a scheme. And he said, I'll put it before the crowd. I'll put the just man, Jesus. And I'll put the evil man, Barbarous. And I'll say, which one should go free? That question was put to that multitude of people over 2,000 years ago. On our next episode, we're going to discuss what they decided. You know what it was. As the crowds went towards Barbarous. And they said, let him go. They didn't pick Jesus. Today, right now, that same question is being asked. Which one are you picking? Jesus or Barbarous? Your decision has consequences. The difference between the decision back then and now, back then it was salvation for billions. Today it's personal. It's your salvation. Make sure you make the right one. It has been my honor and pleasure to be your host today on A Wall Monday. Continue to listen to us and be lifted up. Continue to pray for yourself, your family, your community, the law enforcement agencies that serve you, and most important, continue to pray for the blessings that God has given us including the United States of America. This is Alpha Mike, and I'm out.